Slog Talk Radio.
satellites in the skies broadcasting lives to billions of people. Camels on the streets tracking who we meet and call this liberty. And once it goes, that's it. 
know, once it uh, once it gets into a point where you can't set the foot in it anymore, and that's it. So so now I have a yard, a front yard of dirt, uh, and I've tried to plant some uh, some of the native Bermuda. They make a uh, a brand that they sell it's called Texas Tough, and there's three types of native Bermuda, and uh, and it's very expensive. Because the seeds, I'm sure, are hard to get, and you have to go through a lot of Bermuda to get the seeds. And it uh, jumped up this year. It's up to about uh, about close to $500 for a 50-pound sack of seed. And uh, and I tried playing some of that this year, and I and without without rain, you just it's it's hard for you to grow something. Uh, the only the only way the only only success I had this year was my youngest daughter and I went down to the rifle range, and uh, I took about uh, I don't know how much it, how much the price was, but about a uh, like a number ten coffee can full of the promoted seeds, and we took the rakes and we raked all of the range line and everything, got it all got it all ready, and then put the seed in it, and uh, you know raked it again real good, and then just Said our prayers for rain, and uh, lo and behold, they were answered. You know, we had one rain early on in the year, and it was answered. And it was good to heavy rain, but it was so heavy that it stripped all the seeds bare and uh, washed them all the way down to the other end of the range. But uh, that's not a total loss because down at the other end of the range, at the other end of the firing range, uh, we set up a, uh, a training area. For Battle Rug, and uh, down to the other end of the the range, we had put in. Uh, I guess I put in about forty or so loads of uh, of black gravel, clay and gravel, as a base for the training area. <clears throat> and then uh, that's when we started building the training hallways there, and uh, and the seeds got washed onto that, and uh, they took hold. So now at least we have uh, a pretty good start on a good. Uh, base of Bermuda, Bermuda grass there on the gravel, which is good because the seeds, uh, you know, the roots go in and lock it down nice and tight and it makes it a nice uh, clean cover on top of the gravel. And then uh, I've been going back and putting in uh, washed rock into the Bermuda a little bit at a time so that it keeps going back through it. And that way the, the Bermuda locks the grass, I mean, locks the gravel into place and grows up over it. And uh, you've got a nice firm base that you can walk on in, in most uh, conditions, which hopefully will help out this weekend because I want to let you guys know that uh, Battle Road is holding a fighting shotgun course this Sunday here in Central Texas, Sunday, September 16th, and we've got a few slots left. But uh, if you'd like to attend it, you'll need to go to Battle Road USA, click on the fighting shotgun course uh, link, and take a look at it. If it's something you want to attend, then go ahead and uh, click on the, the, the register there. We've set up with Eventbrite. So you can uh, uh, pre-register for the Battle Royale event just like you do for the apple seeds. And uh, and it's a really great course. Uh, we're going to show you how to uh, the, uh, the pros and cons of your shotgun, of using a shotgun for self and home defense. Uh, you're going to shoot the shotgun a lot. You shoot about 320, 340 rounds uh, through your shotgun, which is that it's the only way to learn how to use it is to shoot it. 
And you need to shoot a lot to become familiar with it. And, uh, and I understand it's uh, the benefits and the limitations of using a shotgun. And then to become familiar enough with it that uh, that you have confidence in your ability to use it should the need arise. All right? Once again, that's BattleRoadUSA.com. Uh, and uh, and we would love to see you here. We'd love to see you here. We'd love to see you going through the training. And uh, we certainly use the cash, too, as we're just starting out. The company's just starting out. And uh, we're working on a deal here now, too, so that uh, when you come to one of the events, if you... Uh, if you bring somebody, if you bring another paying guest to the event, then I, I believe we're cutting your your uh, attendance fee in half. If you bring two paying guests, then you're going to shoot it free, all right? The fighting shotgun course, I think, is about 185 or so, and the level one, level two handgun courses are are close to that. Now, the level three courses are about uh, 300 plus. That's a two-day, a very detailed two-day uh, event. We're getting ready to work up a deal with uh, some of some of our Appleseed buddies uh, and offer some, some long-range shooting courses. And these are the, this is the real deal taught by uh, the real deal, taught by uh, uh, a person uh, who has used his, uh, his long-distance rifle in combat. And, uh, and it was a... Uh, it's going to be teaching some excellent courses. If you would like to uh, learn more about any of this, you can go to BattleRoadUSA.com, and uh, the contact information is there. If you want to contact us about the attending the event, then uh, we'll be glad to answer any questions you have. All right, tonight we're going to have uh, we're going to have this show mainly run by the callers. All right, we're going to let you guys call in, and you're going to talk about the things that you want to talk about. Uh, there's no uh, no limits on discussion as long as it's uh, kept a civil tongue in your head when you're doing it. The call-in number is 347-308-8790. Once again, that's 347-308-8790. You can call in, listen to the recorded instructions, and then uh, the call screener, um, my co-host Sam, is going to ask you uh, off the air what you want to talk about, be sure to answer him when he's talking. You're not on the air. He's, he's off the air asking you what you want to talk about. And uh, that's 347-308-8790. And uh, we want you guys to call in. And as we do at the beginning of each show, I would like you guys to call in and tell your fellow Appleseed folks uh, thank you for the job that they're doing. Uh, you could uh, call in to talk about a uh, somebody that's just shot uh, to rifle standards, somebody that's just uh, passed a PC or they've gotten a red hat or uh, or a green hat or an orange hat, or they're just doing a great job uh, in promotions and helping to uh, move the program forward and helping us to accomplish our mission. And uh, we'd like to hear from all of you guys about that. I want to thank, uh, once again, I want to thank, uh, Bill Cronk, who is uh, uh, one of the uh, one of our instructors here, and Bill has done been doing a great job showing up. Uh, uh, he's, on, he's on a very stiff schedule, 
but he still shows up every time he can. And uh, and then he has also been uh, really great about gathering up cardboard and for backers and stuff like that and bring it, which is a uh, which is no small deal because if we have uh, forty shooters here on the line, then that means you need forty backers and. Uh, and after five to six hundred rounds on that weekend, uh, you've put a you've taken a, a big chunk out of their lifespan, and, uh, and they have to be replaced fairly often. And it means we either have to go somewhere and buy something, or we'll have to make something. And like I said, thank goodness Bill has brought us a, a ton of cardboard that we can use to uh, make backers for apple seed. And I, I really. Uh, I'd like to push this for all of you guys, uh, and uh, certainly for the folks here in Texas. Uh, that is, uh, we have the election stuff coming up. If you'll make sure that that you are keeping your eyes out for the unused or the election signs that they're through with. Don't take anything down until after the election. And make sure you get permission for it. And uh, and bring those, uh, the, the Texas folks, bring those to me here at the uh, Central Texas uh, DAR here, the first DAR in the nation, the longest-running DAR in, in the nation. So we can use those for backers. And the rest of you guys across the nation, be sure you, you have some crews out and about and running, gathering you up those, uh, the election signs, which are really, uh, they're just really excellent for using for backers. I know that they're light. <laughs> But uh, you can get around that by uh, what I'm doing here is I'm taking the, the foam core, cutting it to the target size, which is not quite 4 by 4 because it, you really don't need that, quite that much space, but uh, cutting it up to about uh, 3 by 4 and then uh, laminating a couple of pieces of cardboard onto it so that it's thick. And then the foam core in the front, I mean, it can it could probably take two or 3,000 rounds before it dies. And then it has a cardboard in the back to keep it from buckling and to give it some weight. All right? So thanks to Bill Clark for doing that. I want to thank, uh, once again, Larry Coonrad, because, like I said, he's here every time we open the door. He's here. I want to thank Tommy Newton uh, for doing the shoots that he does. Uh, I want to thank uh, Joe Chambers and Steve Raby for running the shoots out at uh, at Struby's place. Uh these guys have uh, taken it upon themselves to take ownership of that range there, and they've been running that event there uh, for the last uh, couple of years. And I really appreciate them doing that. I, I can keep on going for the whole two hours talking about the folks in Texas that I appreciate, along with uh, uh, Floyd Ferguson, who uh, is setting up the uh, Instructor Katie shoot this weekend, and He's just been doing a great job on uh, on pushing the mission forward. All right. Well, let's take a call real quick. I've got uh, Mike Larson on the line who wants to talk about donations. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. What do you got for us tonight, Mike? Well, um, at my place of work, we're doing the community support campaign. And uh, it's kind of like the United Way thing used to be. Um, I can designate a certain amount of my paycheck to go to any uh, 501C that I want, and my company will match my funds. 
And on the Appleseed website, it states that it's a 501C. But right. in order to donate, I have to have the Appleseed CFC number. And I can't find that anywhere on the site. And I've emailed info do. at Appleseed and uh, the Iowa Appleseed organization, and no one's ever responded to me. Okay, listen, I'm sure what, that there are other people. Mike, Mike listen, yeah. here's what you do. Go uh, shoot an email to Believer on the forum. To who? His, his uh, forum name is Believer. Believer, okay. Right. Shoot an email to him because he's a, uh, uh, besides being a great guy, a great instructor, and uh, one of the master instructors, he is also the uh, uh, RWVA accountant and uh, tax guy, paperwork guy. So he can tell you what, uh, uh, yeah, he can get you any of the forms you need or any of the information. And then uh, if you could start a post on this, so that the rest of the folks who uh, who might have to work at uh, uh, companies like yourself, if they could, uh, you know, do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you know, it, you could have it on your website too. It's it's uh, should should be public information. You know, like for example, NRA Foundation is one that I contribute to, and, and their CFC number is on their website. You just go go there, and there's their number, and you just plug it into the form at work, and it goes. But okay, well, that sounds good. Make sure that when you talk to a believer, let him know, and uh, and maybe even include the, uh, if you include a snapshot or, or telling where it is on the, like on some of the other websites where they have it, or have theirs on, Sure. So that we can we can look at that and see about getting that put on ours because if uh, if this runs through and it's okay then we can talk to uh, Kirby and get Kirby to uh, tech up the website in order to, for uh, to facilitate that. Okay, doke. Yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of other people that uh, don't know they can contribute to you guys in that way, and I'm sure a lot of people would if they knew how. So. Right now, also. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is this is that is also a deductible donation, right? Uh, yeah, I believe it is. I've never taken that deduction, but I think you can. Right, right, and a lot of people don't. But that might be something that might, uh, you know, that might somebody might find favorable. You know, maybe somebody wants to donate, uh, uh, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, and uh, yeah, and they might take that off their income tax. You know. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, where are you at, Mike? What uh, area of the nation? Uh, I'm in Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Guys, remember I said area of the nation. Oh, <laughs> I central. And I didn't. I know. I, I. I'm just saying that uh, one of the people here gave me a look. And, uh, I wasn't saying Aryan nation. I said area of the nation. Right. So you're in. Uh, you're in Des Moines. And uh, what about your local guys? Anybody that you would like to give a shout out to and uh, thank them for the job that they're doing? Uh, well, I don't uh, know anybody locally that's that's uh, doing appleseed stuff, but whoever they are, I appreciate it. Well, where do you go when you go to an appleseed? Where do you end up going to? When I go what? When you go to an appleseed, where do you go to? I haven't been to one. Oh, you haven't been to one yet? Nope. Oh, come on, man. We we we'd like you to go and 
my gosh, it sounds like you're already doing a ton of uh, uh, benevolent stuff already for it. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I can't keep all the names straight, but... Uh, I know a friend your... of mine from Cedar Rapids went to one about a year ago out there on the, the east side of the state. But... Are you on the forum? Uh, not currently. Okay. I, but I'll get there for, you know, the the purpose that we were discussing earlier. <laughs> okay. Well, when you do, shoot me an email so that I can, uh, like, get you linked up with some fellow buddies there uh, and, and maybe make it easier for you to, uh, to, to attend an event there. Okay. Just shoot, just shoot me an email. Send me an email to Scout when you go to the forum. And uh, and we'll chat some more about it, okay? Okay, doke. I'll do it. All right, listen, Mike. Thanks a lot for this because uh, this is uh, this is a pretty important piece of information because I've talked to you guys uh, in the last uh, few weeks. I've been telling you about it uh, that we're not uh, that Appleseed is not. Uh, Overflowing with money because we've had because we keep expanding, and uh, which is good, which is great. But when you get more and more apple seeds, and uh, uh, and more and more expenses, then you're certainly uh, we're, we're certainly spending a lot of money. That's what I'm trying to say, and we sure need to to start getting some more in, and uh, this would be a good way to do it. So, Mike, thanks, and listen. Uh, if you uh, if you ever want to to contact me, you're welcome to. You can shoot me a PM. Uh, you got a pencil you can write anything down with? Sure. All right. You can give me a call at uh, area code 254-217-1325. And uh, I'll be glad to... Uh, point you can you repeat that, please? 254 what? It's two five four two one seven. Okay. One three two five. Okay. Thank you. And uh, I'll be glad to uh, to point you in the right direction, or if, there, if I can cut through any red tape or anything else, I'll be glad to do that. All right. Thank Much you, Mike. Obliged. All Thank right. You. Okay, we've got another call now that. Uh, that wants to give a thanks to his local crew. Nat, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself today? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I'm calling from New Jersey. Um, I wanted to give a shout-out to K-Dan from Manhattan and Tom, who goes by Chainsaw, uh, who instructed an apple seed I went to last year in Palmerton, Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. I also, uh, the second one was Tom. He goes by Chainsaw. Chainsaw, the, uh, okay. Yeah, on the forum. Uh, as, as far as I know, he's pretty active in Pennsylvania. He travels all over, which I'm sure most of your instructors do. Yes, they uh, yes they do travel quite a bit. I met uh, K Dan 
and he's a good guy. And I've, I've worked with him uh, several times over the years, and I've always had a great time with him. Well, he's, they he's both a fine seem instructor. like yeah, they both seem like really stand-up guys. Um, you know, really good character, and I'm sure that's pretty common. Uh, like I said, with all the instructors. Uh, unfortunately, right. I don't I don't get to attend Appleseeds very often. Uh, probably the same reasons that. You know, most adults can't uh, right. because their daily lives get in the way. But, uh, yeah, you know, um, I, I've always had a good experience there, um, you know. So, and it's it's uh, not too common to find uh, someplace you can go to get the caliber of, of instruction that you can get uh, really for, for not much money, if if any at all. You know, for example, right. my my wife went to the first uh, Appleseed with me. You know, uh, was it ten dollars or free? I don't yep. remember. But uh, yep. so yeah, um, I did have a question to ask, if you don't mind. No, not at all. Go ahead. Okay. The one thing I've been struggling with is uh, natural point of aim. In in as much that, um, for example, when aiming at a four, you know, the four hundred yard target, they're very very small. You know, if I close my eyes and then open them up again, I'm not exactly on the target. I find that almost impossible. I mean, how close to that tiny target am I looking to get with my front side post? Am I supposed to be exactly on it? Or or is it a right to... Here's my answer, is that uh, should you be exactly on it? Absolutely. I mean, that would be, that's perfect. But like you said, when you're when you get out to the uh, uh, the 400 uh, meters uh, targets and stuff like that, you're talking about a target that is uh, that is several times smaller than the width of your front sight, and uh, <clears throat> for you to get absolutely perfect uh, is good. If you could do that, that's great. If it is close enough that you can move it to where it is supposed to be without, uh, and then once it's there, without having any of your muscles uh, fired up, then you're good to go. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That, you know, you're going to have, even with the perfect natural point of aim, you're going to have a certain amount of movement that uh, that you're going to have. Unless you're locked into a bench vice or something, you're going to have a tiny bit of movement that you're going to have back and forth. And normally that's, uh, that is uh, like if you have your elbow directly over the rifle and your sling is nice and snug, you're not going to have a lot of movement, but you will have a tiny amount of movement. If you can bring it onto the target without having to keep your muscles fired up, then you're probably close enough. If when you put it on the target, you'll be, you should be able to feel If when you put it on the target, if you have to apply any pressure to keep it there, then then you're not in your natural point of aim. Does that, does, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You close yes, your I eyes, do. you relax, you breathe in, you breathe out, you get to your respiratory pause, you open your eye, and you notice that instead of your the uh, 
the 400-meter target being sitting uh, on top of the center of your front sight, when you open your eyes, you notice that it is not quite touching the, the top left corner of your sight. And you can very, very gently move the uh, sight back to it and then relax your muscles and it stays on, then yes, you can take the shot then at that point. If when you relax your muscles, it, it drifts off again, then you either need to alter your natural point of aim or alter your position. You know, if you're sling, if you if you if you're relaxing yourself and your sling pulls it off due to canting, or your uh, when you relax your muscles, the the rifle uh, starts to lay down to the left or lay down to the right because of your position. Then you'll need to alter your position or alter your natural point of aim. But uh, but if you can move it just uh, just a hair back to uh, to where it's sitting, perched right atop the center of that front sight, and then you can relax your muscles and and it stays there. Then go ahead and take the shot. That helps. Thank you. All right. Now, when you're doing that uh, on the targets 300, 200, 100, then it's a little bit different, especially with uh, 100 and 200. I mean, if it's if your rifle, if it's not if the sight of your rifle moves on the 100 target and uh, and the and it's not centered in it, then that's no good. Same thing with the 200 meter. Same thing with the 300 meter, but it's just a little bit less with the 300 and 400 because the the target is much smaller. But it still needs to be uh, to a point where whenever you move it to the to the target and you relax your muscle again, then it stays there. Okay. All right. If you yep. and I, I do this uh when I'm getting ready to take the the four meter shot, I'll do that in my prep because you've got plenty of time in your prep and then you also have plenty of time during the five minutes you're given to run the shot. I'll do the setup, I'll check my natural point of aim and I'll check it again. Then I'll check it again. I'm I'm fairly lucky with the initial natural point of aim because I've been doing this for a pretty long time now, and I can generally get down into position and get set up, and my natural point of aim is where I want it to be. And I just need to maybe just a, a little bit of fine-tuning. But I'll sit there and I'll fine-tune it to get to the point where uh, where when I do close my eyes and run my NPOA uh, check, you know, when I open them back up, that that target is still sitting on top of my site, uh, somewhere on top of the site. The site hadn't moved to the left or right of it, and it's not below or above it. When I get to my natural point of, when I get to my uh, uh, respiratory pause, that the site is centered on the target, and it's not, it is not below or above. This is very important. Uh, you may have a movement to the right or left because uh, because of the geometry of your body, the way it's set up and everything else. But there should be no reason 
that when you get to your respiratory pause, that if you're shooting at the uh, supersonic hole position, that the top of your sight is not matched up exactly with the bottom of that silhouette. All right? Yes. Because if it is, if it is, then you don't have your natural point of aim. If if you can just move the sight to the right or to the left a tiny, tiny bit and then release your release any pressure that you had on it and it stays there, good. But if it's below or above, then you're gonna to have to adjust your vertical natural point of aim because because it, that rifle should be sitting uh directly on the palm of your hand on the uh as a platform and then your elbow should be sitting directly on the ground or, or whatever surface you're on. That means that there's no leeway uh, in up and down. And that should be already be determined by you when you are getting your position, getting it set up, determining your natural point of aim, shifting that onto the target, and then go through your check a few times. It should always come up, your respiratory pause, should always leave you with the front sight at the exact level it needs to be, right? That shouldn't that shouldn't need to be adjusted. Gotcha. Yeah, the most of the difficulty I've been having is uh left to right, not not up or down. Okay, great. And uh how many apple feeds have you been to? I've been to one full weekend in Pennsylvania and then uh one day in, in New York City. Where'd you go in New York? In Manhattan? Yeah. To the West Side uh, Pistol and Rifle Ranch. Wow, you know, it always—it still always amazes me when they say, "Yeah, we're gonna have a shoot in Manhattan," and I'm thinking—I'm <laughs> not thinking about like them, you know, clearing out a street somewhere and uh, you know letting them shoot down the street. But I was trying to think of where there would be any land to shoot. And then, of course, for the folks in New Jersey, oh my gosh, I'm always saying prayers for you guys because. Uh, I'm just imagining you guys getting stopped on the way to an event or something with your rifles and, uh, and you know, ending up uh, uh, behind bars somewhere, you know. Well, let's hope not. I try to have everything in order, uh, you know, when, when I'm traveling. Um, luckily, you know, if you're traveling to another state like Pennsylvania, you're covered under federal law. Um, but yeah, it's right. Just, you know, New yeah, York and New covering, Jersey coming under federal law only stands to a defense. It doesn't. This it doesn't true. let them let them not arrest you. It just is a way. It, it is a, a reasonable defense at your trial. That is very true, and <laughs> I, I always have my fingers crossed. You know, um, <laughs> there's a lot of uninformed uh, people around here, whether they be, you know, regular citizens or police officers. That's that's all I can tell you. Um, I do live in, in northern New Jersey, and it's, you know, it's just like Manhattan or, you know, New York City. It's it's very gun-unfriendly. Uh, it's it's kind of tough, you know. It's your, you kind of walk on eggshells when uh, people bring it up at, at work, you know. If, if you're, I have a, a few close coworkers who, you know, I tell them uh, I go shooting on the weekends. I'm actually a pistol instructor, you know, so... And they'll they'll blurt it out in front of uh, some people at work, and it's it's you know it can throw you for yeah, a loop. You gotta be I guess. careful because they'll they'll uh, they'll lock you up in the, in the lunchroom while they go and toss your car or something. To make sure that you're not uh, you know got any on the premises. Well, I, I'm always like I said, I'm always uh, I'm always saying prayers for the folks uh, living in states like that. I hope 
that you guys are are working on on getting the heat taken off of you, you know, looking for the right guys and getting them uh, in the pipeline so that they can eventually come out the other end as uh, senators and mayors and governors and stuff of the state so that you guys can uh, get out from under that, this oppression. Well, luckily we have a few good state associations. So we have a local chapter of the Second Amendment Society, of which I'm a member. It's NJ2AS. And we have um, the association, New Jersey Pistol and Rifle uh, Association, or uh, Pistol and Rifle Ranges, um, which is a really good politically active um, uh, association. And they have a great range up uh, a little bit north of me, which I'm also a member. Um, so they are really, you know, fighting lawsuits right now. Uh, trying to get, you know, a carry bill passed and just some loosening of the, you know, some of the restrictions that we have here. So, you like I said, about I, those organizations about working with Appleseed? I definitely have. Uh, I just put in my uh, my voting form for, um, you know, the, uh, the, the members up at ANJRPC. Uh, and right. it's got a comment section, and that was the – you know, the first and pretty much only thing I've mentioned. Um, I know that there has been some discussion up there, and I, I honestly, if I were to guess, I would say they're very resistant, but they have a nice facility, and whenever I talk to somebody um, who's on the board, which is not often, uh, I really kind of, I always bring it up. And I know I'm not the only one because they, you know, they didn't hear it from me first. Um it would be nice if we could get it, and I'll push for apple seed every time, you know, because it's it's the best um, best thing of its kind that I know of. So right, and and I've been talking to folks the last uh, well, you know, I've been talking to folks ever since I started talking uh, started the radio show about working hand in hand with other organizations. You know, it's one of the best ways to for all of our uh, all of our goals to eventually be met is to work with other like-minded organizations, you know, to become, to to partner with them uh, because it works, uh, it works in a lot of good ways. You know, you get guys, you get folks to come to Appleseeds and then have the folks from the, uh, the organizations come and speak to them. Uh, you know, after the Appleseeds over, we usually will have, uh, you know, somebody can come and talk, uh, like the Texas State Rifle Association, somebody else can talk to the Appleseed folks and get them to become members, and then the organization that you're working with can help promote the Appleseed mission. So the more that we work together with uh, the different already established organizations, the better off we're going to end up being. And I really appreciate uh, when you turn in your, your form, your I guess that's uh, the yearly voting form. Yep. That uh, that you did mention that because uh, you know you may not get anything this time, or you may not get any uh, answers or anything to it. But if you keep mentioning it and uh, and talking to them about it, there's no reason that that we can't get uh, you know another good event set up there in New Jersey. That'd be a lot be a lot closer to you than Manhattan, right? 
Uh, actually, I'm I'm very close to Manhattan. Um, that's probably <laughs> that's it's closer to to me than my my home range is. No kidding. Well, yeah, it, it's always amazes me. Uh, you know, I, I when I'm usually every year we drive to New York. Uh, that's where my wife's folks are from, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll go to Central New York there. And I'm I'm always amazed at how we'll go through you know three states in a day. And a lot of the states uh, yeah. that are up there packed together are, you know, are fairly uh, are fairly small states, so it's easy to, to get across one to the next one yep. for an event or something. Here in Texas, it's it's hard because I got. Uh, I got seven hours in almost any direction I can point before I can get across the state line. I'll tell you, I'm dying so, to go out to the Midwest and just, or out to, you know, the South Southwest and, and check it out because uh, I've never been. And it just looks like big open country. I'm not sure if it's that way anymore, but. A lot of it still is. It's, it's, it's certainly not the same as when I was a kid. But I bet New Jersey's not the same as when you were a kid either. Not even so. close. So it's it's changed a lot. But listen, Nat, if you get down to Texas, you're welcome to uh, to come down here, be my guest, uh, and uh, and shoot at an event here in uh, Texas as my guest, no charge, and uh, and we'll be glad to uh, you know to host you for the weekend and and maybe you know take you around to see some of the sites. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. And. Uh, and any help that you need with, uh, if you talk to one of the rangers or something, they say, oh, you know, I don't know about this. Let's, let me let me think about it some more. Let me talk to somebody or something. I got no problem in uh, giving the folks a call and explaining what we do, why we do it, how it benefits uh, the range, you know, that we're not going in there to try and shield members. A lot of rangers think that because I guess that goes on in the range culture, but uh, and so much of it is so political there that uh, I'm not talking about just there where you are. I'm talking about there within the low, the range uh, organization because because it is. You know, when I first started talking to uh, to ranges, and I realized that my my jaw just kind of dropped because I thought, oh my gosh. You got to be kidding me that 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 a shooting range is like a political organization. I don't mean Democrat or Republican. I mean like they're their own little kingdoms, their own little fiefdoms, and uh, you know they don't want anything to happen that they're not 100% in control of, or, or something that they fear might uh, go after their membership, or, or you know, or anything you know like that. I think and, I think you uh, nailed it. I think you nailed it. Yeah, I think that is definitely yeah. the problem with uh, with my you know my home range. Right, and uh, and of course you know we we end up not getting into ranges or something because of this or that. But you know every year there is an election, and uh, you know you never know somebody might get uh, uh, the new board of directors or the new president might be uh, uh, you know they might uh, decide that apple seed is something that they want to do so. I try and uh, recontact the ranges, you know, like at least once a year, so that if there is a change in attitude, that uh, we can capitalize on it and maybe get a new range. And and that's probably something that you'll have to do too, you know, is talk to the folks and see what they see what they lean or how they how they're feeling about it. 
And then if they have any questions, then you're you're more than welcome to contact me, uh, Nat. Did you get my phone number earlier when I gave it up? I mean, I listen to you regularly, so I know that um, you know you give it out. But no, I've never I've never written it down or anything. If you want to go ahead, yeah, get a pencil and, and I'll, I'll give I got you the number so that so that if if you talk to them, and they go, well, so we would we we'll think about it, but we want to find out some more or something. Now I'll be glad to give them a call and talk to them. My number is area code two five four two one seven. Mm-hmm. One, three, two, five. That's my two five four. Reaching them down. Gotcha. Yeah, two five four, two one seven, one three two five. All right, I got it. And uh, like I said, I'll be glad if any, if you need anything with the ranges, or if you uh, uh, if you decide I'm ready to go to Texas and. Uh, <laughs> And right now, there's not a bad time to come. The, we've, we've dropped below the 100-plus uh, daily temperature. You know, it's down to about 94, 95 now, so it'd be, it's like cool weather. So you're welcome, to, uh, you're welcome to come down and, and, and revel in this cool weather that we're having now. Well, Nat, thanks uh, so much for calling. Be sure to call into the show anytime, especially if you have any updates on the ranges or anything like that. Uh, I certainly will. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give it a, the best shot I can uh, with my home range because I'd really like to see it. Um, but thank you because I know you do a really good job, and it's not easy work. So thank you. All right, thank you, thank you very much, Nan. All right, have a good one. You too. Bye bye. Hey guys, I'd. Uh, I would like to encourage you to do the same thing that Nat's doing, and that is talking to your range. And if you remember a range, you're certainly going to get uh, a letter in the in the mail usually once a year uh, for you to do vote. Uh, and when you do, be sure to mention Appleseed uh, on there. Uh, when you go to the meetings, if you go to the uh, the club meetings, then talk to them about uh, about possibly getting an Appleseed in. You don't have to just shove it down their throats or anything. Just say, listen, hey, guys, have you heard about this? And uh, and don't you think this might be something uh, good for us? Because when I, I tell the range folks, I go, look, when I'm at the at the range and I'm doing an event, <clears throat> and I'm always okay with the range first and make sure it's something they want, but I always talk to these shooters about becoming a member of the range that we're at because the... Uh, in, in order for you to keep your shooting skills uh, sharp, you have to shoot. There's no way around it. I tell the folks uh, during the benediction, don't take your rifle and your shooting skills home and put them in the closet because they'll both get rusty. Uh, you'll need to shoot somewhere, and you'll need to shoot there often. And I, I, I always try and get the folks to support their local ranges. That's part of the, you know, the benefits that we're trying to offer to the ranges. Look, we're going to talk to them about coming and shooting on a regular basis. Uh, we're going to teach them a really uh, good two-day, uh, you know, two-day rock-solid foundation in rifle safety. Uh, that's going to benefit, you know, your your range is having folks who have uh, who truly have an understanding of rifle safety, how to conduct themselves at a range. 
and we're going to tell the folks that they have to shoot a lot. So that means they're going to be uh, uh, they're going to be coming to your range, you know, a good deal to shoot and stay current on it. You know, that's our hope, and that can only benefit the range. We don't want their members. We don't want to take any members from anybody. We don't own any ranges, so we're not uh, we're not trying to steal any members to to bring them to our range because we don't have a range. I mean, we have a range. We have like the the official RWVA range, which is in Rams from North Carolina. And uh, when you become a member of the RWVA, I think they offer you two different choices. You can either have the the twenty dollar membership, which is uh, you know for RWVA, or if you want to become a member of uh, the Ramster range, I think it's the yearly membership is like 120 something or 100, 130 something like that. And of course, then you can you're a member of the uh, of the home range here in North Carolina. Other than that, we don't have any ranges. We don't run any ranges, so we don't we're not competing with the ranges for for benefits. We don't sell targets. Uh, well, actually, we do sell targets. I forgot about that. Yes, we do. We do sell targets. We don't sell ammunition. We don't sell uh, firearms. Uh, we don't uh, ask for uh, folks to leave their range and, and, and become members of our range or our gun club. Uh, all we're doing is trying to partner with them in order to, to use their range to teach people how to shoot, how to shoot safely. Obviously, if I if, if I were a uh, an owner or was running a, a range over the public, I would definitely have folks uh, going to apple seeds, you know. I would, uh, maybe you could make that part of their, uh, uh, I don't know, part of their membership is uh, getting them to attend an, an apple seed event because I want them to go through that two-day course in safety. I want them to be safe shooters on my range, and I want them to hit the thing that they're shooting at. And I want them to hit uh, 100 feet uh, in front of the 400-yard uh, target or something and have the round skip out of the range. I want them to be competent shooters. I want them to hit what they're aiming at when they come to the range. That means they're gonna, if they're going to hit what they're aiming at, then I, as a range owner, have already built that range so that, uh, so that the targets are backed up in a safe fashion. That means if the person is shooting and they're shooting at that target, they're hitting that target, then I can control uh, the impact of the of, – of, I can control the safety of where that round is impacting. But they have to be shooting and hitting that target. So I need them to be good shooters. Also, a lot of ranges have uh, additional uh, sections or different parts of the organization where they have folks that are, that are doing high power. And they want a lot of folks to get uh, to become members of the high power, but most folks don't know where to begin. So we can tell the ranges, look, we'll we'll get your guys started with the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship, so that they understand the basics of shooting, the fundamentals of shooting uh, correctly, and that will allow them to, uh, you know, to. Uh, to more confidently engage the idea of uh, beginning to shoot uh, in the club's high power. Uh, so there's a whole lot of reasons that Appleseed is good for ranges. We should be working to become uh, to become active partners in those ranges where we can. You know, we've had 
several ranges here in Texas with the, uh, I think our best uh, uh, group is the Dallas-Fort Worth folks up at the Quill Creek range in Dallas. And uh, that range has been so happy with with apple seed because we every day every time we come in we sell out the we sell out the range for the weekend and uh, they've been, they were so happy that they actually uh, brought equipment in and built us a range there so that uh, you know so that we'd have adequate uh, room for our shooters and uh, they appreciate the fact that the apple so what the 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 mission the underlying mission that we're teaching folks and. Uh, they appreciate the fact that we're, when we're there, we're telling the folks that we want them to become members of uh, the local shooting range here at Quail Creek. The more members you have, the, the more uh, able you are to uh, to defend the liberties and even the local liberties because a lot of ranges now are taking uh, – they're under fire – wherever they are because of uh, expansion of uh, of housing and stuff like that, you know, a range will set up out in the middle of nowhere, and it will be running for uh, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 20 years. And the city keeps expanding and expanding out to where that range is, and the people, well, well, maybe they'll decide to buy the house, and they go out there on a, I don't know, on a Thursday or something, and there's not many people out there. Maybe nobody's out there shooting. And they go, okay, this is perfect. This is where we want to live. And then uh, even though they know the shooting range is there, maybe they even come on the weekend and they hear everybody shooting and they they know the range is there. But it never fails that after a little while they say, you know, we knew that the range was there when we moved in and we moved in anyway. But now we don't like it and we're going to try. We're going to do our best to get rid of it. We're going to start setting up petitions to get rid of it and stuff like that. Well, that range needs to have just as many active people defending the range as it does people who are ready to shut it down because they don't want it there. And we tell uh, the rangers we're working with, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help you uh, get up enough membership and 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 tell them they need to become active members in uh, this range and then to help protect the range. So Appleseed and the local shooting organizations were made for partnerships. <clears throat> All right, I told you that uh, in between calls we're taking, and guys, I've still got 40-some uh, lines open, and uh, I'd still like you to call in and give your local crews thanks or call in and talk about upcoming events that uh, that you would like to promote uh, and the number is 347 308 8790. 347 308 8790. And you can call in and uh, uh, follow the recorded instructions and then talk to Sam off the air. And I'll let him know what you want to talk about and he'll get you on the air. All right? So make sure, make sure that. Uh, that so you guys are calling in, all right? So give us a call, 347-308-8790. Now, in between the calls, uh, we're going to talk about promoting apple seed, uh, the different ways we can do it. Now, I know everybody is, is sick of hearing this, but we got to do it. There's, there's no way that we're going to be able to continue to run at the speed we're running 
if the folks who are listening, if you don't understand that uh, that the uh, responsibility for promotions falls on everybody's shoulders. It's not there's no there's not one group out there that's doing it and saying, look, we're gonna don't worry, you guys don't worry about it. We're gonna we're gonna be taking care of this. We're gonna be filling the lines for you. Uh, every single person out there uh associated with the program needs to be doing the uh the best job they can in promotions. Now we spoke uh, last week or a week before about your elevator speech, making sure that you have a good elevator speech, 30-second uh, introduction. Along with that, then make sure you have some kind of a, uh, make sure you have some kind of a card or something. You know, it doesn't even have to have your name on it or your phone number or anything else. If you don't want to be giving that out, don't give it out. But you just some cards printed up that uh, that have uh, the Appleseed website on there and, uh, uh, or carry the trifolds. Get some trifolds from uh, your state coordinator or your state promotions uh, officer, and have those ready to hand out. And I carry them in the uh, you know the, the door slots, my car doors, and then uh, you know I've got them everywhere that everywhere that somebody might show up. Uh, I even carry a couple in the, uh, the the glove box on the tractor. All right, I might meet somebody when I'm. When I'm going from one field to the next, or I'm, somebody may come out to the field where I'm working, and uh, I can give them a uh, the trifold, and that's good. And word of mouth is still uh, our best means of promoting the program because word of mouth is the uh, the low tech, uh, high volume, secret method of apple seed promotions, and that's. Word of mouth is when someone hears about Appleseed from a trusted friend or relative, and uh, this uh, this interaction usually requires no previous exposure to Appleseed. All right, they're, because you're a trusted friend or family member, they're gonna they're gonna take your word that uh, that it's a worthwhile program, and they're going to attend. Now, that's still on the Saturday mornings when I do the meet and greet and ask folks uh, how they heard about Appleseed. That's still the main way they hear about it. But that's not the only way you can do it. Uh, We've talked about radio, using radio, because radio, guys, is the fastest way and the cheapest way that you can get to thousands uh, very quickly, even millions. I mean, there's uh, plenty of radio stations out there that have viewers, uh, they have listeners, listenerships in the uh, in the millions, uh, one million or more. That are not hard to get onto. It's easy for you to call in and get on the air. Now, I know this doesn't appeal to a lot of folks, but I'm not asking you to do it because you enjoy uh, getting on the phone and speaking to a million listeners. Even just saying that, you know, it makes, you, it makes me kind of cringe. Uh, and here at Appleseed, at, at the uh, Rifle, Rifleman Radio Show, we've got a good amount of listeners. I'm talking to thousands of folks. Uh, every time I get on the air, I'm talking to thousands of folks. Uh, and 
and not just tonight, but I'll be I'll be talking to them for the uh, for the next couple of years through the archives. All right, and it still gives me a little bit of a uh, uh, a little bit of a cringe, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not the uh, I'm not the best person uh, on the radio. As you can tell, by just the last ten seconds there, uh, I got unfocused because I thought I heard uh, a problem with a compressor out in the barn. Uh, so I'm listening to it, trying to talk at the same time. Anyway, I'm not the I'm 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 not the best uh, radio personality uh, by far. Uh, I can't even listen to myself on a radio show without just cringing. Uh, nonetheless, we're not asking you to do your own radio show. We're not asking you to, to to call in and enjoy the call. If you do, great. Uh, we're asking you to call in so that you can get the information out, bang, to a million listeners at once. It's not hard to do. You look. Uh, you go to the Google and uh, Google radio station locator. Just put that into your your Google search box. Radio station locator. Uh, you submit that. You'll get back uh, however however many hundreds or millions of hits that it says. But it should right there at the top should be the radio station locating uh, website. All right. You go in there, and you can plug in your zip code or your city or whatever it is. And then you can ask for what types of radio. And normally it's going to be uh, AM talk radio. And you bring that up, and then you look at the number of stations around there. And then uh, you can do it in two ways. Uh, you can get the information uh, about where their station is located. If they have an email, great. Email them and just say, listen, uh, we sure would like to wear a, a you know a nonprofit organization. We sure would like to come on the air and talk to your listeners just for five minutes and let them know about uh, the Appleseed Project and what we do and why we do it. And uh, they'll either say yes or no. And it's not like if you do that, if you send that email, then you're like, you can, you'll be living in anxiety thinking that they're going to send out an AM radio hitman uh, to bust a cap in your head because you sent them an email. It's not like that at all. They'll either say yes or no, right? And uh, And if that doesn't work, then there's still the second way, which is you wait until whatever uh, radio show is talking, and most of the conservative talk shows will talk about the Constitution, or they'll talk about uh, a date in history or the founding fathers. And you call in, and you talk to the call screener, and you, you tell the call screener you want to talk about something that's relevant to what the talk, what the current show is about. Don't just get on and say, I want to plug Appleseed, uh, Appleseed uh, Roth Marketship Project. They're, they're, they're usually not going to let you on because because that costs them money for a plug. You know, Even though we're a nonprofit organization, if you just say, I want to get on and, and get a free, uh, uh, free radio airtime, they're not going to go for that. But if you say, look, I want to talk about, uh, they were just talking about uh, the founding fathers, and uh, about uh, or about April nineteenth or something like that, and I want to to uh, to talk to them about that, and uh, and then they get you on, and then you remember you have to talk about what you said you're going to talk about. But if you don't, they got their finger on the kill switch there, and they will kill it. They'll drop you, 
if you get on there and you start busting out with uh, uh, rwva.org, uh, they may not even let it on the air. They may just hit that, uh, delete the whole seven seconds uh, from that point back and hang up with you. So you've got to do it. Uh, you've got to do it relatively uh, uh, smartly, right? And uh, ethically, you you answer the or you you ask your question or whatever about it is that's relevant to the show. Make your comment, and then say, "Listen, I want to let you know that uh, I'm a member of uh, the Appleseed Project, and uh, we're a, a nonprofit organization dedicated to teaching the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship." Uh, in the whole nation at this time. At the same time, we're teaching people about the history of this nation. We're talking to folks about April 19, 1775, uh, who was there, why they were there, what they did. And we're going to talk to them about their responsibilities in safeguarding the freedoms and liberties that living in this nation affords them. And there you go. You've done it. You've done the, the perfect apple seed 15-second uh, uh, spot. And it didn't cost you anything, uh, a, few, a few seconds of your time maybe. And there was no pain involved, no, no permanent injuries. Uh, and your message just went out to a million people. Think about that. What about what if 10 of you guys called uh, radio stations around the nation, talk radio stations down at the, at the 1 million uh, listenership level? You all got on the air and you all talked to it. Well, we just we just announced it to 10 million people. We just announced it to uh, 130th of the population in the United States. Ten guys did it in 15 seconds. It's not hard. You may have to wait on the line a little while when you do it, so don't get upset about that. You may call in and they'll say, uh, and they're usually very quick, they're very brusque. When they answer the phone, they'll go, what's your comment? What's your comment? And whenever they say that, you better have a uh, quick draw and ready to go. Because if you start going, uh, 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 click, they'll just hang up on you. If you say, I want to talk about Appleseed, click, they'll hang up on you. So make sure that uh, you have your comment, what you want to say, ready. And then when they get you in there, talk uh, very smartly, very quickly, say your comment. And then wait for that opening, and when that opening comes, just let them know. Hey, I just want to let you know I'm a member of a nonprofit organization. Usually, that's a, a good start because they, they, you're not saying that you're a member of any commercial organization or, or some organization that is uh, uh, that could be a bizarre one if it's privately owned. And then get your spiel in. All right, so radio is absolutely, it's absolutely perfect for this. Appleseed and radio were meant for each other. And if you have called in to a radio show and done this, and I'd love to hear from you. Uh, and I know that people have before because uh, this is the... Uh, this is the same spiel I've been doing for years. And, you know, I had a... Uh, I had a uh, uh, a post uh, on the forum, and I would still honor it. I had the post on there saying, look, if any of you guys get on, uh, uh, do what I just mentioned, and you get on, 
oh, what's his name? There's Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh. If any of you guys ever get on Sean Hannity or Rush Limbaugh and you announce the uh, Appleseed project on them, I imagine hopefully we would get enough folks to crash our server. But uh, if you do that on the, the forum, I had a, a, you know, like the contest going, the first person to do it, uh, I would send them a, uh, uh, I, I would send them a, uh, either an 1891 Argentine Mauser in perfect collector's condition, uh, estimated value $1,000, or uh, a uh, Lee Enfield, uh, number one Mark III, collector's grade, if uh, anybody got on there. Man, what a, what a cheap and easy way to grab a quick battle rifle. So, uh, so radio is one of the ways that we want you to get on there. I'm going to put on... Uh, Shadow Man. Shadow Man wanted to talk about uh, promotion. Shadow Man, welcome to the show. Thanks. Good to be on. Hi, uh, and where are you at? I'm based in Washington State. Washington State. Okay, that's what I that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Well, welcome to the show, Shadow Man, and give me your uh, give me your spiel. Give everybody the ideas that we need in order to to push this mission forward. Well, I, as you mentioned, the most effective way to do promotions is word of mouth. Uh, getting friends, uh, family, other people involved. and uh, But there are a couple other things you can do to kind of get the word out to help folks come out. One thing that I found that's kind of effective is if you go to gun clubs and you promote Appleseed, and what you do is you ask if you can, you know, you talk to their club secretary, ask if you can give a presentation for about 15, 20 minutes of the board meeting, and then just go there, tell them what Appleseed is, what it's about. Um, the benefit of that is you help dispel a lot of myths. Some of the clubs we've gone to have had some preconceived ideas of what Appleseed is. And when you go there and answer questions, it really uh, dispels a lot of those myths. And best case scenario, you'll get some shooters, or I'm sorry, worst case scenario is you'll get some shooters probably from that club coming to your line best case scenario we've experienced is we've actually had ranges invite us to come and use their range. Right. And uh, and like I was uh, telling uh, uh, Nate a few minutes ago, I've done that uh, I've done that quite a bit. And uh, and uh, you're right. It does dispel a lot of the uh, a lot of the worries that folks have. I'm always amazed at uh, folks that, like, if I heard about uh, an organization called Appleseed, I would just Google it and I'd read up on it. So I'm always amazed at folks when I do the presentation and stuff saying, "Well, you know, I'm glad you came because I'd always thought that Appleseed was, uh, uh, you know, like a malicious-style organization with uh, this and that." And I always ask them, "Well, how did how did you come up with that from looking at the website?" And they go, "Oh, well, we never really looked at the website." So uh, I'm always amazed at, at the folks that will will let some strange idea about the organization stay in their head without them ever going and looking at it. Uh, and like I was telling him, there is a lot of politics uh, within gun clubs and stuff like that. And you'll just have to try to carefully negotiate the minefields, explain to them who we are, let them know the benefits of working with the Appleseed. Well, did you listen? Were you listening earlier when I was talking about that about uh, about what you can offer, like the ranges and the gun clubs and stuff like that? 
No, I came a little bit late. Okay. Well, I went to. I had a pretty good long spiel on that earlier because uh, because I was saying that you know Appleseed and and gun clubs uh, shooting ranges are they're they're made for each other, and uh, most of the time you know you you always run into the the worry or the fear that Appleseed is going to try and steal members from the gun club and stuff like that. That's one of their biggest worries. You're going to try and come in and and make off with their memberships or try and subvert the membership to an Appleseed cause. Uh, you know, because I've run into that several times. Uh, we did some shoots at the Austin Rifle Club. And uh, and all I did is at the end of the shoot, and we sold it. We pretty much sold it out both times. You know, we had, uh, I think, shooting lines of close to 50 each time, even in the, the freezing January weather. And... Uh, I just asked them at the end of the event, I said, look, if you guys enjoyed this and uh, you're members of the club, shoot them an email let them know that, uh, that you thought it was a worthwhile prog- pro- program you'd like to have us back. And uh, I guess quite a few of them did because then we got uh, accused of running a, an email campaign against the club. And uh, it was just... Uh, it was just a very strange situation, but they're not all like that, all right? They're not. They're not all like that. Like I was saying, we we work with the Coil Creek and the DFW, and those guys love us. They even uh, built a range specifically for Appleseed, and uh, and we run events there every month, and uh, they're huge supporters of it. And I uh, think. I think the big key is to go in without any expectations. A lot of times when you go in, clubs, you know, the first thing they do is get defensive and say, well, what do you want from us? And yeah. what you do is you go in and just say, well, this is who we are. You know, we want to dispel any myths. We want to let you know more about who we are. And then typically when when I – and then one other thing I like to do in what differentiates us from, say, uh, the Boy Scouts or CMP or something else is I tell a story. And, and I'll do like a five-minute uh, introduction to Captain Parker or Captain Davis. And then after telling them a little story, usually at that point they go, what can we do to help? You know, because they understand what we're about, that we're helping people rediscover their heritage and trying to reclaim and really firmly establish the freedoms that we have. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. And the club, you're right. That's one of the first things they're going to ask is, is what do you, what are you wanting from us? What do you want from us? What do you, what what are you trying to get here? And uh, I always tell them, what, what I want from you is for you just to uh, help with the promotions that you're doing here, uh, because we're going to bring in and we're going to bring everything in. It's a turnkey operation. We'll bring everything in: the targets, the instructors. Uh, and we'll do promotions, but we want you to do promotions uh, for the event, you know, at the local level here among your uh, membership. Uh, and we are going to offer to help you uh, if it's a if it's a range that wants you to help them get members. Some ranges are some ranges are filled up, but they're not accepting memberships anymore, stuff like that. But I'll tell the I'll talk to the uh, to the board or to the owners and I'll say, look, are you guys looking for members? Oh yeah, we are. I said, well, look, that's one of the things that we did. We we drum up membership for your club. We tell folks that uh, that rifle marksmanship is 
uh, it's not. I, I tell folks at the, uh, the benediction, you cannot go home and put your rifles and your shooting skills in the closet. They'll get rusty, and uh, and they'll become unusable. You have to shoot on a regular basis. And if you're standing here with me now on the line at this range, then this is probably fairly local to you. And if it is, then you should become you should consider becoming a member of this range. Because I tell the folks at the range, I said, look, we. We're serious about shooting. They're going to shoot uh, five, six hundred rounds on the weekend when they come, and then we're going to tell them that they're going to have to shoot on a monthly basis. That means they've got to go somewhere and shoot, and we tell them to come to your range and shoot. We're trying to get folks to come to your range on a regular basis. We don't uh, we don't operate ranges ourselves. We don't sell ammunition. Uh, we're not in any kind of range business. We don't sell firearms. That's all you, and we're going to push people to you and encourage them to use your facilities uh, on a regular basis. And on top of that, we're going to offer the folks that attend the event are going to get a two-day rock-solid foundation in rifle safety, which you need all your members to have. Uh, On top of that, we're going to teach them to shoot accurately, which is another thing you need to have. You don't want people coming to your club and, and firing a shot and hitting uh, 100 yards in front of your 300-yard or 400-yard target and having the round skip out of the range. You want them to shoot accurately at what they're shooting at because all of the targets that you that uh, that you have up are all burned safely. So you want them to be able to shoot accurately and hit uh, into the safety of the berms that you've provided for those targets. We're going to teach them how to do that. So apple seed and the ranges are, you know, the, the – it's a ready-made partnership. If the range can get over their suspicion of what we're trying to do and become partners with the with the apple seed. Some other things that I do too, um, and it doesn't take a lot of time, is send out press releases. The first time I've sent out press releases, it took me maybe three hours the first week because I had to look up all the news outlets. But then once right. I have those all organized, it takes less than an hour. And we've actually had news uh, cameras come out to events uh, for doing that, and it doesn't take a lot of time. Absolutely. And uh, and when I first started here at Appleseed, I was using the uh, uh, Guns America, uh, Gun Owners of America site to do that. Uh, but it was it's very slow because they're only allowing you to to send out five emails at a time, but they do all the legwork for you. You know, they, you can uh, go to their uh, site and uh, click on media, and then follow the trail to where it'll set you up so that you can uh, you can uh, have a press release set up, cut and paste it into the uh, the system there, and they'll they'll have all of the radio stations, TV stations, and stuff like that there, and you can just click on five at a time and send them out. But uh, like you said, it is much, I think, much better to go to all of those, uh, uh, find, dig up those, all of those organizations, spend a few, spend a little while doing it, dig them all up so that you can shoot it out of your own system, just like you were talking about. It's a lot easier that way, I think, than working through the, the Guns uh, Owners of America site because it's kind of a clanky kind of site there. But absolutely send out the the press releases to the news uh, organizations. Uh, I'm getting ready to do that again. 
I sent them out to all of the the news folks, and we've had people come to here to develop from all of the major uh, news uh, affiliates, ABC, NBC, CBS, and do uh, television spots, news spots uh, on it. And uh, we've also I've also had the uh, the major papers come and do uh, spots on it. We got uh, you know the front page on top of the fold at the uh, the largest paper uh, here in Central Texas, and uh, and numerous uh, second and third page articles from folks coming in and uh, doing interviews and spots on it here. But they're not going to come if they don't know about you. So you got you got to take a few seconds and do it. But just like Shadow Man was saying. He said the first time you did it, it took, what, three or four hours? Yeah, it took me three hours. What I did is I identified where the range was, and then I mapped out the uh, the populated areas within about a one- to two-hour drive. Right. And once I had the major metropolitan areas, I looked at the news, uh, television, radio, and p- printed news outlets, and then would send an email. So, for example, for a given shoot, I might send out... 15 emails. Right. And and with radio, I haven't sent emails to every radio station, but I try to identify a handful of news slash talk radio and send it out to those guys. Right. Right. And you can do this. Uh, you can just keep doing it until eventually one of them will come. I also, what I was doing is I went straight to the uh, the television stations, and found uh, the emails for the reporters, and shot the uh, the press releases directly to uh, usually two or three of the reporters there. I'd send it to the sports guy. I would send it to uh, several of the other top reporters, and uh, and. Uh, you just keep doing it until finally they will show up. Uh, the last uh, few uh, uh, NBC, I think it was NBC or CBS, uh, you know, the station in, I guess it was either Waco, maybe it was Waco that picked it up, but they they sold the the, uh, the spot to all of their affiliates. So the uh, CBS in Houston, in Austin, everywhere it went on the air there. And, uh, and listen, be ready because if they come to your event, they they may very well have uh, their own objectives for being there. They may not be be there because they love the Second Amendment or they love shooting, etc. Uh, and if you have some television crews that are getting ready to come to your event, uh, you can shoot me an email or give me a call. I'll be glad to talk to you about it uh, on uh, what to expect and how to run through it. And uh, I think that, uh, uh, Shadow Man, you work with the promotions organization, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Well, I'm sure that if you shot Shadow Man uh, at PM, he would be glad to uh, help you also and walk you through the do's and don'ts of it. Like I said, uh, like I told you guys many times, reporters are not your friends. I don't care what they tell you, what they say. Uh, how cool they think you look, uh, or how nice they are, uh, I can guarantee you they're not your friends. 
at least 99.99% of them. Uh, they're there for a story. Uh, and it doesn't even have to really be news, all right? All the main news organizations have uh, morphed into advertising agencies, and uh, that's what they do. They sell advertising. So we got to have a story for the advertising. Uh, one of the, the the main big story they did here in Davila, I think they started out with uh, there's a guy in Central Texas who wants to put a gun in the hand of every man, woman, and child in America. <laughs> And I never said that uh, to anybody, but at the same time, I don't have any problem with uh, them attributing that to me, I guess. But uh, uh, and the and the story, it wasn't uh, like I said, it wasn't really pro Appleseed because it didn't even start out uh, after he said that. It didn't. The interview didn't start out with Appleseed. Uh, it started out with I don't know if this one was uh, uh, the. Southern Poverty Law Center or the, or the Anti-Defamation League, I think, was this one. They did an interview with them first. And uh, the guy uh, they interviewed said, well, we don't think Appleseed is a threat to the nation at this time, but we're keeping an eye on them. And uh, and then, of course, they finally got to me. Now, they tried to catch me uh, by, the, by the one reporter leaving the camera on and my mic hot and walking off while the camera's on me and the and the reporter uh kept quizzing me about things, trying to get me to to say something I guess that they could cut up into a spot and uh and I just refused. I just you you stick to the Apple seed guidelines, you stick to uh the mission parameters and to the Apple seed policy parameters. And you don't go off the reservation and tell them what you want to do because you're not representing yourself at these events. You're representing Appleseed, and uh, and usually you'll do fine. And the other thing that I found out about it is that, you know, even the worst, uh, even some of the worst uh, bits of publicity that we've gotten, they, uh, it's like that, the old soap is, uh, or the old uh, axiom of, uh, uh, what is it, Shadow Man, help me out, uh, any publicity is good publicity, yeah, something along, the, along those lines. Well, even when even when it looks bad uh, to the viewers, most of the, most Americans now have become so familiar with uh, with the news organizations tweaking and twisting it that they can see right through it, and uh, they'll come anyway. And and. I guess at the bottom line, what we're talking about, what Chad and I are discussing, is that they're not going to come if you don't send them an email and an invitation. So that's that's on you. You've got to do that. We don't have we don't have enough people. Uh, there's not somebody that can go around to every station in America for every event and send out their press releases. I used to do that uh, when we first started. I used to send out a, a press release, and it would take me about four and a half hours for each and every event that we had. Uh, I sent it out to every radio station, television, and newspaper station in the state. <clears throat> but there's no way I could do that now. There's just no way. So if you guys are going to have to do it on your local levels. You're going to have to uh, send out the email invitations and the press releases to your local folks. And all you have to do is get uh, is get your press release written out. And I'm sure, too, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong again, Shadow Man, that 
If they need some help ginning up a press release, I'm sure you will be glad to help them, right? Absolutely. In fact, I have a handful that I keep ready at any time to send out to press outlets, and um, I have a couple helpers in my region. I, I cover four states, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, and Montana, and I have a couple other instructors in different parts that sort of took ownership of, their, of one or two ranges in their area. And one example of that is Coeur d'Alene. Um, an instructor named Roland uh, is one of our youth instructors, and he sends out press releases uh, religiously in the Coeur d'Alene, Spokane, Washington area, and we fill the line consistently. In fact, Coeur d'Alene is sold out for the rest of the year. Uh, Medical Lake, the last two shoots were sold out in Medical Lake, Washington, which is in that area. And we have a lady seed coming up that sold out with 50 women, and it was sold out two months before the shoot. Uh, that shoots in October. <clears throat> wow. Well, listen, while we're talking about newspapers, radios, and televisions, uh, there's also two more things in connection with these that, uh, that I think we can hit real quick. Uh, one is that each and every one of these uh, the radio stations and newspapers, everything, has a calendar of events, right, that they keep going for the year. What you can do is submit the uh, the event to the calendar, the community calendar for that, uh, for whatever location. You can do it for the, everybody has one. The city has one. The state has one. All the counties have them. All of the radio and television shows have them. Uh, all the newspapers have them, and you can submit an Appleseed event. Uh, you can just even bulk submit them. Send them in the uh, uh, the information for the event, where it's going to be held, you know, all the stuff that's on there, the dates that it's going to be held, and do that for each uh, of the events that are upcoming. And then that will get on the calendars. And listen, the calendars, uh, they may not bring in a bunch of people, but... Uh, just like the billboard, the calendars never get tired. They never need food. They they never go to sleep. They they work for you 24 hours a day, every day of the year, all right? Uh, the other thing is most of the newspapers, almost every newspaper will allow you to submit events that are upcoming, and they'll get it in the paper. So you can shoot uh Usually, you can just shoot an email to the newspaper. They'll, they'll, they, uh, they'll usually have some area on the paper where you could submit uh, upcoming events. And they'll take the events and then they'll publish them in the paper. Uh, especially something that's like an apple seed, which is a nonprofit event. So, if you need copy for this, Shadowman just said he's got a handful of copy that he can shoot to you, and you can uh, tweak it. For your event, and it's ready to go. You're not even going to sit there and think it up, all right? Go on the forum, PM Shadowman, and ask him if he can send you some of his copy for uh, either press releases or for the uh, upcoming events in the newspapers or anything like that. I bet, he, I, I bet you've got other copy for other stuff too, don't you, Shadowman? Yeah, so if, if you want, just reach out to me. There are other promo guys like SPQR and others. Uh, D, uh, Dragonfly, we'd be happy to do stuff. And there are also uh, pre-canned press releases in, I think, the Wisconsin um, the Wisconsin page 
on the forums. So there's there's some stuff around there. If you do a little mining, you can find it. But I'd be happy to help anyone that that wants to get started doing it. And it's not that hard. Uh, one last thing, and then I'll let you guys uh, go. Um, a lot of our shooters on the line have heard about us from other gun forums. So people have posted good things in reviews. So if you have some people who are active in uh, forums, in uh, bulletin boards, you know, kind of things that are gun related. Uh, get those guys uh, posting about your events and just posting about their experience. And word of mouth there really has helped us get a lot of folks on the line, too. So I'm going to sign off for tonight. All right, listen, thanks for calling in. And listen, how about this? How about if, you, uh, if you're listening to the show on a Thursday night, why don't you call in and we'll talk about this uh We'll talk about this again so that uh, we can have like a good weekly reminder of uh of different uh, phases of promotion and maybe do some walkthroughs maybe get what I'd like to do is get somebody get some folks to do uh, uh some of the stuff while we're doing the radio show you know get them walk them through it and have them do a uh a calendar post or something like that right while we're on the air so that uh so the rest of the folks can see that uh, it's not that hard it didn't take that long. Uh, if there were there were no unsurvivable wounds, you know, from it. So, uh, so let me just extend that welcome to you. So, anytime, uh, any Thursday that we're on, I'll, I'll welcome you to call in. Will do. Thanks. You guys have a good night. All right. You too. Thank you. All right. The uh, the forums. The, uh, most of the most of the Apple Seed folks. Uh, a lot of them heard about Apsy from other forums and stuff like that. And uh, and if you're on another forum, there's no reason you can't post on there about Apsy. Now I'm sure they've got rules about you going on there and uh, you know constantly drumming about it. Uh, but there's no reason that you can't get on there and say, "Hey, I'm going to an Apsy this weekend," or "I'm going to an Apsy a month from now in uh, you know in Wyoming or Texas or wherever." And uh, and here's what we're going to do because I've been I've been to one before or or I'm an instructor for it. Here's what we're going to do. This is what we're going to teach you. Uh, just a real quick blurb about it. We're going to teach you uh, how to build a stable shooting position because all of, every shot flows from the position. We're going to teach you the sling use. We're going to teach you how to execute the shot by the six steps. That's uh, side alignment, sight picture. Respiratory pause, focusing your eye on the front sight, focusing your mind on keeping the front sight on the target, trigger squeeze, and follow through. And then we're going to talk to you about uh, natural point of aim. How do you determine your natural point of aim? How to shift it onto the target in order for you to make rapid follow-up shots. And uh, and then let them know where you're going, what you're doing. There's a lot of times I've gone into forums and people said, hey, apple seed. You know, the, thread will, the question will be, hey, apple seed. Ever been to one? Know anything about them? And uh, and uh, there'll be uh, eight or ten uh, posts or replies after that. But a lot of them might uh, might end up being negative, uh, talking about yeah they just shoot at just 25 meters, and then somebody would come on and say yeah they're shooting at at the uh, targets that are scaled down uh, to reflect uh, you know the target at that distance or whatever. And then another person looks at one and says, that's not, that's no good. That's just shooting at a smaller target. And uh, there's no reason you can't go in there and say, well, you know, actually, the targets are scaled down because of geometry. 
because if you're, you know, because if you were, uh, my dog was was trying to go into this, this self-feed mode by surfing on the counter. Uh, if you can shoot to four minutes of arc at 25 meters, then you can shoot to four minutes of arc at 500 meters. That's the geometry of it. It's, 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 there's no, uh, there's no voodoo. It's just a, uh, it's just a solid fact. If you shoot at four minutes of arc at 25 meters, you're going to shoot at four minutes of arc at 500 meters. So shooting at the scale down targets, it doesn't, it does everything you need except, well, a drop and wind compensation. All right? You'll have to do that at actual distance. But uh, you can uh, you can always hop in and give your two cents on the forum, and let them know that uh, there's an event. That if they, if they're, this was in Texas and I saw somebody saying that, then I would uh, I'd get on there. I might put my little blurb in, and then I would say, "Look, if you, you really want to know what an apple seed is like, there's I've got one coming up on uh, uh, September 23rd or something like that. Why don't you guys come to it?" And uh, it's a great way to. Uh, to get folks involved and to get the, the the word out there. Now, when you get on the radio and uh, you get the word out or you're on the forums or anywhere else, that doesn't always equal uh, an immediate increase in the number of folks that are going to be coming uh, in the week after you go on the air. Appleseed, just like anything else, uh it takes a certain amount of exposure uh, the majority of the time for folks to finally get to the point where they flip the switch and they attend. Uh, that means that the, the majority of folks are not going to hear something about Appleseed and say, all right, uh, all right, I just heard something about Appleseed. I'm going this weekend. They're going to have to hear it uh, from somewhere on the radio or or on a billboard or in a forum, and then they're going to have to hear it again somewhere else. And uh, and then finally, after uh, three months, six months, a year, two years, they'll end up attending. But because, uh, because the majority of folks require multiple exposures uh, of something in order to attend, that means you've got to start now. You've got to start getting as many people exposed as you can uh, for the uh, for 2014, right? Because it's going to take a lot of exposures uh, to do that. Now we talked uh, we talked several times over the last couple of weeks about uh, other ways, such as, uh, and I'm going to keep pushing this because it's very important, I think, and that is uh, making alliances with other organizations. We just saw, I just talked with Shadow Man about uh, about gun clubs and ranges and stuff like that. I, I'm twisting y'all's ears on that. And I wasn't trying to deter you uh, from going and talking to your your local range. I'm not trying, I wasn't trying to uh, to throw water on it. What I was trying to do is just let you know uh, ahead of time that there may be some difficulties. And go into it knowing that. Go into it knowing that you may have a little bit of a hard road to hoe, so you got to have your ducks in order. you got to have your answers ready uh, when they start asking you, what is Appleseed going to do for us? What do we need to do for Appleseed? Uh, are you are you trying to get to take our membership? Uh, and they're not going to say that, but that might be in the back of their head. So you'll need to uh, make sure they understand that. I wasn't trying to make that hard for you to do. I just want you to understand that 
you know, it's, a, it's usually a little bit more difficult when you're talking to gun culture folks, uh, gun ranges and gun clubs and stuff like that. Okay, but here's the easy uh, organizations to talk to, and that is, and they're very large ones, and that is homeschoolers and preppers. The homeschooling and prepping community. Uh, I bet you, I'm going to hear what I'm going to do. You guys know, I'm telling you ahead of time, I'm, uh, that I'm going to be typing here for a second, so you know when I start uh, talking like a zombie that that's why. Uh, prepping forums. That's what I'm going to put in Google. I'm going hit to hit the submit, and let's see what we get on here. Prepping forum. Oh, my gosh. Here, I mean, it's full of it. You've got uh, Backwoods Home, survivalprep.com, Frugal Forums, American Preppers Network, survivalistpreppers.com, homesteadgarden.com, uh, survivalistsport.com, Doomsday Prepper Forums. <laughs> Doomsday Preppers. Uh, okay. I'm not going to keep reading. I'm just, I'm reading to tell you that there, it's filled up out there. All right? Okay. Uh, now I'm going to Google uh, homeschool, homeschool, dog it, I got a big finger and it never fails to type two letters at once. Homeschool forums. All right, we'll see what that brings up. Homeschool forums. Oh, here we go. Uh, 535 million results. Homeschool.com. Homeschoolspot.com. Secularhomeschool.com. Thehomeschoollounge.com. Christianhomeschool.com forum. Uh, Time for learning uh, dot forum. On and on. On and on and on. These are organizations now that uh, that are huge. Uh, even as far, even as as, uh, uh, as close as 10 years ago, uh, this wasn't the case. But now, the number of people homeschooling is huge. And uh, my daughter just says she's supposed to be homeschooled. I'm sure because she thinks she's just going to be going in the next room on her on her iPad. Uh, the number of folks homeschooling is huge, and they've got uh, they have millions of folks in the organizations, and they are they are willing uh, to to listen to your message. Uh, I talked to you about the SAR. Sons of the American Revolution and DAR, the Daughters of the American Revolution, I'm typing in homeschool organizations, and uh, and that there is a local chapter in almost every county uh, in every state in the United States. These are huge organizations. Uh, if you get involved with enough of the with with several of these large organizations, they can do a huge amount of the heavy lifting for you. All right. You know what I really like to do 
is uh, in homeschool organizations brought up uh, another 400 million results in 0.16 seconds. Uh, what I'd really like to do is I'd like to hear from somebody uh, who's listening. I'd like to hear what they uh, what their experience is with with trying this out. I can tell you what my experiences are, and they're they're pretty good. Uh, but I would like to hear from somebody else who takes five minutes of their time to shoot an email uh, to some of the homeschoolers and see what they find out about it. Kirby Foster is uh, the the IT guy on the forum. Scuzzy and uh, and Scuzzy, let me tell you, let me tell you guys, Scuzzy is not a uh, it's not his appearance or his hair or anything like that. It has to do with some obscure uh, uh, tech. Uh, wording or computer programming stuff. Anyway, he uh, <clears throat> he is a person that you can talk to about uh, homeschooling, about contacting the homeschool organizations. Uh, and it's Scuzzy on the forum, and I'm sure he would be more than happy to speak to you about that. Uh, and it's certainly a great way to drum up uh, some uh, some folks to help fill the lines. Uh, we want as many good people as we can on the lines on Saturday and Sunday because we're having, in order for us to get, in order for us to find instructors, folks that want to uh, become instructors and and work just as hard as, as you guys out there listening, work just as hard as you, we're going to have to talk to a lot of folks in order to get those folks to volunteer. So, And we want good folks. So uh, these are this is perfect ways for you guys to uh, to get involved with an organization. Like I said, they can do a lot of the promotions for you among their membership. Uh, all right, we got a call on now. Kosciusko, <laughs> am I saying that right? Kosciusko, Tadeusz Kosciusko. Tadeusz Kosciusko. Okay, all right. You need to look I at my, uh, to show, my avatar. It's got a link to the, his wiki page. Uh, <laughs> he was uh, he essentially he was a, he was a Polish uh, nobleman who fought um, in the Continental Army and essentially had a father son relationship with George Washington. Right. Yep. No one can pronounce it, so at the shoots I just put the letter K front and back, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, George Washington, uh, of course, was childless, and and he developed a father-son relationship with uh, well, with several uh, members of his staff. You know, if you remember that, uh, uh, he actually the name just shot out of my head. The Frenchman, the the young French boy that he made a jur- a general at uh, I think he was like twenty one. Uh, yeah, 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 and then. Uh, uh, Kosciuszko, and uh, oh, there was another guy. Anyway, he developed really close relationships with several of these folks, uh, and uh, they said it was because you know he was he was a childless. Uh, I mean, he had two kids uh, back at home, but he uh, he developed these relationships uh, with these guys, and uh, and of course they they developed the same relationship back, and they 
loved him like a father and, and did everything that he asked. Anyway, you wanted to uh, talk about uh, promo, about working with other organizations. Yeah, we uh, we actually got swamped with promo. All these, all three of these events uh, just happened to be on the 22nd, so I had to scrambling to find uh, people to uh, to run them. The first uh, was uh, actually it's billed as SHTF-2. It's a it's a prepper fest and uh, what's I guess you call it a zombie shoot. And there was some discussion on the forum back and forth. Uh, I think it was a title that was uh, Zombies and Appleseed. And basically we're going to run 300 people through green coats between 10 and 20 at a time during the course of the day and essentially show them what terrible shots they are and that they need to come to Appleseed. What is it going to be held at? We'll see how it goes. I, 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 we ran the Minnesota instructors through it at the IBC, and we all did fairly well. Um, I used my Armalite with a K3 Weaver and, and, and got a 232 on it. Uh, we ran 13 people through it the last Appleseed in Winona. Average score, uh, scores went range from 42 to 216, and the average was 140. I'm willing to bet that the people we're going to encounter that weekend averaged less than 100. Wow. Well, well. You know, yeah. I, I tell the folks, yeah, I, I see, I see all of these things toward yeah. here. The SHTF2 date set. Uh, let's see, September 22nd. Yep. Yep, it's at uh, Almonds. It's, uh, they have a, a 100 acres of gun ranges. And uh, um, I was I actually went up to the uh, uh, DPMS Outbreak Omega uh, shoot there this summer, and we're on for that. There's going to be 800 shooters that weekend in 2013. Fifteen minutes after I talked to the, the DPMS promoter, uh, the the organizers of SHTF2 found me. They were looking for me uh, based on an introduction from an IIT from Minnesota called Hobbs. And uh, I explained what we wanted to do, and they basically both both organizers basically said, wow, it, it's a no-brainer to have you guys here. Uh, come on down, bring bring your people, and we'll get you a lane. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at here. They're saying, uh, uh, here's the throwing spear and the spear target for stage three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're we're gonna be at the rifle stage, um, but but you've got you've got all these people who own. Uh, it's either gonna be most likely an AR-15 of some flavor or or an AK style, and if it's an AK, they probably have between 400 and 1,000 in it. If it's an AR, they've probably got between 1,000 and 2,000 in it, and judging from the marksmanship, if you want to use that term, that I've seen at previous shoots. Uh, they need us real bad, and we Absolutely. are there to really convince them of that. Um, well, that's, they're, they're yeah, ready yeah. for that, and they don't. The most, the majority of these folks don't have, uh, they don't have any background in shooting. The majority of the folks in the prepper community, uh, God bless them, they're they're almost all good folks, but uh, and I've I've met a bunch of them online have, uh, again. That was just in the thread on the forum, so. There was a lot of, uh, well, and there probably still is some hesitation about it. But uh, I made the comment I was among 1,300 very heavily armed people at, at Outbreak Omega. I mean, everybody had a rifle, a pistol, and a shotgun. 
I felt safer. I felt safer at Outback Omega than I did the last time I was at the county fair. <laughs> well, that that's the first. If the people event. want to get involved in this, uh, are you? Uh, oh, I've got five or six. Are you able IIT to set up a good crew? Do you have enough folks there? I've got I've got five or six IITs already lined up. Uh, um, if people want to join us, more power to you. But I, I figure. Two, two running the line, two at the admin table, and two people to float in and out to, to give people a chance to walk through the rest of the event and to hit bathroom breaks, et cetera. Um, maybe a few more than that. So I, we're, we're pretty good. The, the, the crew is actually pretty pumped about it. Oh, man, I would be. I think yeah, that's an I mean, I've had people way. contact me offline that, that <laughs> they're, they'd like to be there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, and I think really that uh, I think it's a great way, like you said. Uh, I can't tell you how many times uh, that I have heard people on these different forums and stuff like that uh, saying, "Yeah, man, I've got uh, I've got my rifle, and uh, you know, I've got uh, two thousand rounds for it. I'm, you know, I'm set to go. I'm I'm good to go." And, uh, and there have been several times when I, when I would ask them, well, what's your skill level with your rifle? Well, uh, in the majority of the case, I've heard, well, I haven't shot it yet, but I'm planning to uh, make a trip to the range, you know, maybe in a month or two. And, well, 2,000 uh, rounds, what are they going to do in the afternoon? <laughs> well, the uh, you know, you're talking about these folks, and they're no different than the rest of the than the rest of Americans because uh, I've done a lot of apple seeds, a lot. And uh, and the the folks, you know, before I went to apple seed, before I got involved with apple seed, I would hear people telling me, they would say, oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, me and my brother, man, he's a good shot. Uh, You know, he's as good as me. We'll set up a... uh, We'll put an ace of spades up and uh, 400 yards away, man, and he will pop five rounds into it. And uh, and I I just I didn't I didn't think that much about it. I just thought, yeah, man, that's yeah, that is that's really accurate. And uh, <clears throat> now I know when I hear that that it's bluster because uh, because I've I've had thousands of people come through, and the majority of them cannot shoot to the hundred. Uh, yard standards. Uh, yeah, we we do promo at gun shows here, and I call them uh, Delta Seal Ninja Force Recon snipers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, well, listen. Uh, be sure and call us back and let us know how it goes. Okay, give me a call yeah. back uh, this uh, this next uh, 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 next Thursday, and let me know how it went. Okay. On the same day, we're also doing uh, the Minnesota Homeschoolers Alliance and what's billed as Constitution Fest. It's a total of about 1,600 people, all told, we think we'll reach. Be sure and call us back and let us know how it goes. I will do that. uh, 30 seconds left, but I want to make sure that you you give us a call back and let us know how it went, okay? And then any notes for people planning to do it. Okay, guys, I want to thank you uh, very, very much for... uh, for tuning in tonight and listening. And remember that uh, the responsibility of promotions is it's on each and every one of our shoulders, all right? got to be thinking about it. We've got to be working about it. 
I do would like to hear some folks call in this uh, next Thursday night, 7 p.m. Central, and uh, let me know how the uh, let me know what they said for their promotion. All right. Just how free.